BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to The Mood Pod. I'm your host, Lauren Elizabeth. And today is one of those days where your girl has just not been feeling herself. And sometimes you just have to jump back into it and be like, you know what? Let's turn this frown upside down. You know, we love the upside down smiley face and we need to just fully flip her. We need to flip it because I've been not well, bitch. And this podcast is all about being as well as we possibly can. I have some mood for thought today. I really do. And it's going to be a little all over the place because that's where I'm at. And I want to authentically live my life with you all. So bear with me. Okay, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. You know, some weeks are worse than others. Some weeks you are more so on the worst side than the best. But we have to find both. We have to find the best within the worst because it's the only way we can survive. We are going to start with worst, though, because sometimes the best comes from the worst when you're just down and about. I think it's down and out. For my worst mood this week, I decided it was like a little burnt out and not in a crazy way. I think not all burnout needs to be traumatic or the worst of the worst. But over time, you can realize how spread thin you are. And then you kind of look back and you go, whoa, I've been doing a lot. And burnout is also usually associated with working too much. And so I also feel that if you're working hard while handling a lot of personal shit, it's easy for it just all to add up and make you feel burnt out and kind of just like break down, right? Burnout is so often associated with work when in reality, yeah, we're pretty much always working, right? But that doesn't mean the only way we can burn out is by working too much. You can be burnt out from your relationship. You can be burnt out from whatever personal shit you're dealing with, like burnt out from moving, burnt out from just anything. And like I said, it can also not be just one thing. It could be dealing with so many things, not balancing them correctly, not taking the breaks, not taking care of yourself, just go, go, go. And so I was feeling burnt out because of all that stuff adding up and not acknowledging it and not giving myself the time to take care of me. And so when I feel this way, the first step for me is to just like really turn off and get my energy back, whether that's laying in bed and watching TV or legitimately just sleeping. I have to really physically and mentally rest first. And then once I physically feel better, I can start slowly taking the steps to get back into a new groove. And obviously it's just a shitty feeling all around, right? Like you're not in a good mood. You feel exhausted, but you're also still being hard on yourself because you have shit to do. But it just, you know, it kind of all adds up and boom, you're like, holy shit, I need to not talk to anyone and sleep for like 12 hours. But then that's why my best mood this week is getting the energy back, right? So 
I did the whole rest and just hibernate thing. And even though I did that, it's not like you just get your energy back overnight. But the best feeling for me is that post avoidance wave of energy. So when I'm so burnt out, it's like, everyone leave me alone. I need to do nothing. And then you take the break. And even though you're still pretty tired and not just like waking up a brand new girl boss, hustle queen, girl bossing too close to the sun, you're like, oh, okay, well, like I got rest and I actually do have the energy to do X, Y, and Z and not totally dread it because you gave yourself that little break. I just think it's important to note that like these things can be on a smaller scale and you can acknowledge them and still recognize them as moods, even if it's not the worst you've ever experienced or as bad as someone else has experienced it. Like you can still like break down and be exhausted and feel burnt out, even if it's not like, oh, now I have to change my whole life and everything's going to shit. It might just be, oh, I need to literally not talk to anyone for two days and regain my energy back and figure out how to balance all this shit I'm like juggling right now. So acknowledging it is obviously the first step. Resting is the second step. And then the third step is that slowly getting back into the groove and figuring everything out. Obviously, the key is always don't judge yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't shame yourself. You're probably doing more than enough and you probably deserve a break. So just give it to yourself so you can get back to being the frigging girl boss, whatever you are. And please don't think I'm saying girl boss in like a serious way. It's really like the lamest term ever. But you know what I mean? It gets the point across. Wellness is more than just hitting the gym, getting swole. It's physical, mental, and emotional. So when it comes to stuff like sleep or stress management, literally how we just talked about, and even mindfulness are all just such important aspects of wellness. If you want to get to the next level of wellness, CBD can actually really help, but your average CBD oil just won't cut it. Next, Evo Naturals developed Smart Sorb technology, which is clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil because oil just doesn't mix with your water-based body. Think about it. And it works faster too. When you need to de-stress, sleep better, or recover from an intense workout, you'll want to reach for your next Evo Naturals capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love them so much is because of all of the choices. I have all of them. I have the capsules, gummies, mints, creams, everything. Like sometimes I don't feel like taking a gummy. Sometimes I don't feel like taking a capsule. I like keeping the gummies on my nightstand so that I don't even have to get out of bed. They're just right there when I need to wind down and do my little nighttime routine. Same with the topical cream. I get really sore at night. And so if I feel a flare up coming on, it's right there ready to go. I can just rub it on my lower back, rub it wherever. Boom, sleeping like a bebe. So most CBD oil found in tinctures and gummies achieves between 2% and 10% of absorption, which means at least 90% of what you think you're getting is actually wasted. So with Next Evo Naturals, they're scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD in a way your body can actually use it and fast. Proven 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. Next Evo is CBD at its full potential, so you can be too. Their all-natural products are backed by more scientific studies than any other CBD brand, developed by experienced consumer healthcare and pharmaceutical professionals. They're vegan, GMO-free, gluten-free, THC-free capsules and gummies derived from 100% U.S. grown hemp. Make CBD a part of reaching your full potential. 
Try Next Evo Naturals capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams with SmartSorb technology, clinically proven to be better absorbed by your body. Get 20% off your first order of $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast and use promo code MOOD. That's 20% off at nextevo.com slash podcast promo code mood. Think about someone who has changed your life for the better. How incredible would it be if your company could find more of those life-changing people right when you needed them? If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because of Instant Match, you guys. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short, keyword short, list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. I am someone that is go, 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 okay? We do not have time to wait around. I mean, I know we said don't say girl boss, but like I'm sure your girl bossing too close to the sun. You need Indeed. And Indeed does the work for you. Sponsor a job and boom, instant match. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com mood to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com mood. That's Indeed.com mood. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into all mood boosters. You know, sometimes when you're just like feeling low and you don't know where to go. I, I don't know. That kind of sounds like a song. Sometimes you just you don't have a lot of mood boosters. But I really made it my goal this week to honestly just try and boost my mood because I was so cranky so tired. And at first it was like all fun and games until I was like, hmm, you kind of look disgusting. So (laughs) that's when I was like, let's do a little bit of self-care. So my first mood booster was the gorgeous, gorgeous moment of my nighttime routine that I had last night where I did a couple things with a couple new products. It all goes back to the Sephora haul, girls. It all goes back to it. Sorry, not sorry. YouTube.com slash Elizabeth. Don't blame me. Go watch. Sometimes I get so tired that I don't fill up my humidifier and I also don't put on lotion after a shower. Then my skin hurts so bad because it's so dry because I live in a disgusting, disgusting climate. So last night I decided to do like a little bit of a treat yourself memento. And I got the Sol de Janeiro oil that I told you guys about. I got one of their creams, and then I got my gua sha, and I got my noni oil from Cora Organics. So I brought all that shit to the nightstand. There was something else I did too. What was it? Hmm. I remember I did something else, and I was like really proud of myself for doing it. I was like, wow, you're like killing it. You're so cool. Maybe it was the gua sha. I don't know. But what I did is I put on my show, and I was just like, 
Lauren, you need to put this oil and this lotion on your body. And I actually thoroughly enjoyed it because it was so nice seeing my skin come to life considering it looked cracked and disgusting. And I'm not even kidding. It was so nice because it smelled so good. And I just like lathered my body up. It was gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, I also right before that put like all like the hair oil in and I brushed my hair out. Then I put the Noni oil, which I love Cora Organic stuff. It's oh my God, it's amazing. I put it on my face and then I gua shot the fuck out of my face, you guys. Like I literally was just going, 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 going. I always see girls on TikTok showing their gua sha before and afters or whatever. And they look so snatched. I think the only thing that I struggle with is like I need the convenience of the gua sha being on my nightstand, right? Like I need it out where I'm going to use it. But then I feel like it accumulates germs and it's like you put it on your face and then you put it down and then isn't it dirty? It's like how how are we washing these things? Like how are we keeping these things clean? Is it as simple as like you're just running it under the water, you're washing it? I don't know, but that's like a lot of work for me. So maybe I need to get into like facial massage game and just like use my hands. I don't know, but I get really grossed out when things aren't clean. So if you could let me know what you're doing with your gua sha, that'd be great. You're probably thinking, Lauren, you're disgusting. Um, everyone washes their gua sha. Okay, calm down. I'm lazy and we already knew that. My next mood booster has been my smoothies because I've just like not been really good at eating healthy and I'm trying to get back into it. And I wasn't making smoothies for a while because my blender broke. So my boyfriend brought his blender over and I was like, ew, this thing is so ugly, but it really is. It's amazing. It's like a Vitamix or whatever. So like it really works, even though it's really ugly on my countertop. I feel like I work at like Erewhon or something. The world is my oyster. So I either have my smoothie as like my breakfast or like my snack, whatever it is, but I get tons of frozen fruit. I'm so over getting any fresh produce in the fridge because like it's going to go bad if it's not in a recipe that I'm cooking right away. I've just been too lazy. Everything's frozen. It's in the freezer. We got mango. We got aloe. We got frozen ginger. We got strawberry, spinach, kale, blueberry. We got frozen avocado. Okay. Like we got the whole works. Then I do either almond milk or coconut water. I try to do coconut water more because I feel like it's way more hydrating and lighter. But sometimes if I want something a little thicker and creamier, I'll do like banana and almond milk. Then I've been doing my symbiotica, protein powder, some hemp seeds, some chia seeds. You guys, it's so easy to make smoothies. Just throw a bunch of shit in there and like blend it up. It's going to taste, especially if you're using a protein powder, like the protein powder is the thing that tastes good. So I've just absolutely been loving the smoothie because I just know I'm getting so much good, good, good nutrients and all that crap. I'm just putting it in me and it's just so refreshing. It's so easy. Oh, I love it. I love it. And it makes me feel so accomplished and so healthy and incredible. Yeah, that's right. I feel incredible. My last mood booster is I'm going to try. This is kind of a forward thinking mood booster. I'm going to try and set up like a little gym setup in my office. And it's because you guys know sometimes I struggle with going to the gym because I don't like being around people. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't. I feel like everyone's looking at me. Like, it's a me problem. You know what I mean? It's like, are they looking at me? Are they judging me? I don't want to do this type of thing because I'm in the gym and it's kind of gross, whatever. I still like going. It depends on my mood, obviously. Hello, podcast, Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. But I was just like, I feel as though I would do more yoga and Pilates maybe if I just had it in my apartment. Because I have a big enough apartment where I don't feel like I'm on house arrest. You know what I mean? So I finally pulled trigger. I ordered a Bala yoga mat. 
the Bala circle and the Bala hand weights. And then I obviously have like the wrist ankle ones too. But I figured like, okay, these are like the things I need. And now if I'm really like in a rush or I really don't feel like going to the gym, like I can just kind of like work it out. Like maybe it'll just get me back in the groove. And also their stuff is so cute. I don't know. Maybe this is a bad idea, but I think it's going to work. I really do. I'm going to do it after the podcast. I'm going to try to set it up. So I'll post it on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth because I just I have a feeling this is going to be good. Not like a huge strong feeling, but I have a feeling. If you've been opting out of skincare, I get it. I just, I get really lazy sometimes and I don't feel like doing it, but then I get the pimples and I'm like, what have I been doing with my life? It's just time consuming. And sometimes you just don't even know where to start. And the truth is most of us actually care about our skin. We just don't know where to start. So if you're looking for something simple that works without being complicated, then you have to get Curology. Curology makes skincare effortless. They create a custom skincare formula for your skin goals. Plus they've got a cleanser and a moisturizer that are easy on your skin and super easy to use. We love custom skincare and everything ships right to your door ready for you to try. We love not leaving the house. Sign up for Curology in minutes by sharing your skin type and skin goals and a licensed provider can create a custom formula made for you. Like legit one personalized formula that's just all you, whether you're struggling with acne, dark spots, or want something simple and straightforward. They've also got some other amazing products you can add to your subscription, an acne body wash, emergency spot patches, so you can do it up or keep it simple. Start your Curology journey today at curology.com slash mood 2023. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash lowercase M-O-O-D 2023 subscription required subject to consultation. I love how it takes out all the guesswork and all of those last minute trips to the store and you just don't know what to buy and what to get. It's so convenient. I personally just apply my formula at night so it works while I sleep. And I've noticed such an improvement in my acne to the point where I'm like, oh my God, am I like a gorgeous, gorgeous girl with perfect skin? You know what I mean? It's really getting to my head. And I wanted to get to your head too. This segment is sponsored by Curology. Curology is a made-for-you skincare brand that pairs you with a licensed dermatology provider who analyzes your skin and prescribes custom treatments in the most personal way possible. You can start your Curology journey today at curology.com mood2023. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash lowercase M-O-O-D 2023 subscription required subject to consultation. I know you guys are going to think that I'm not being serious, but I'm being 100% serious when I say I have mobile games on my phone, okay? Sometimes I just like need to get off Instagram. I need to get off social media, and but I still want to be doing something. And it's a great way to honestly relax or have a quick moment of fun. I personally like feeling that like childlike experience and doing something else on my phone. My boyfriend actually does it too, and he got me into it. Mobile games are just such a fun way to pass the time, especially when there are charming graphics, laid back gameplay, and a story full of scandalous secrets. For the perfectly cozy game, download Love and Pies by Trailmix Games for free. It's a casual merge two game where you build your very own cafe, combined ingredients, and uncover a story of drama and romance. You guys, it is seriously amazing. I love the build at your own cafe, but obviously I live for uncovering what is going on. Like everyone's a suspect, okay? And you follow along this exciting story. It's literally like everything I love in life. You know, it's like I get to decorate, manage, and build my own cafe into a thriving business. I love the serving of the customers. It reminds 
reminds me of one of the games I used to play when I was younger. But then there's also the mystery and the exciting family secrets of it all. I play in the evening when I'm trying to like wind down and maybe I'm not ready to just kind of like turn off and watch TV. I kind of want to do a little something, something, but I still want to relax and recharge. You can escape to your very own cozy countryside cafe in Appleton. You can play as Amelia as you take over the old family cafe and restore it to its former glory. Trail Mix Games creates games that are snackable and nourishing to the heart. They aim to create safe, empowering spaces for players of all ages. With each beautiful game they create, they're fostering a culture of trust, respect, and creativity. For a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pies for free today. That's Love and Pies free to download in the App Store and Google Play. Let's do a little mood for thought, shall we? Because I've been having a lot of thoughts and a lot of moods. I kind of wanted to write them down and unpack them before talking to you guys, but I decided to speak them and slowly start to unpack them instead. And then we'll like dive into maybe some of the more important points. Because like I said, I've been having a lot of different moods and I found that one that I've been having that I don't love is holding on to anger and resentment. And I'm such a positive person. I'm a very peaceful, like let go, love, compassionate, empathetic person, right? So it takes a lot to really make me angry and make me really just build a resentment. And I did a lot of work on resentments back when I was sober for a year. And I learned so much about how like it takes two to tango, right? Whenever I'm giving a friend advice about if they're building a resentment, because a lot of times too, you don't even realize the resentment you've built towards someone. And you really have to sit down and think, okay, like what am I feeling towards this person? How is it making me feel and why? But then also one of the most important lessons that I learned when working on resentments is figuring out your part in it. And that's sometimes the hardest part. And I think that's what I've been struggling with because A, I know so much about resentments and I take such a conscious effort to not build resentments to try to kind of nip them in the bud, to just understand them, to let go of things, to really figure out what I need from another human being instead of just like subconsciously building this resentment, letting it turn me into this like angry, cranky, distasteful person. But recently I just have been feeling myself like building resentments and some are easier to kind of like nip in the bud. I was getting mad at my boyfriend and I fully knew what I was doing, right? Like so logical. I knew it was happening and it takes a little longer to kind of understand why it's happening and what my part is and what I need to do to kind of solve it. And so with that particular resentment, I was, you know, creating this narrative in my head about how he didn't have to deal with anything stressful. I had to deal with everything stressful. And I was projecting that on him and building this resentment on him that wasn't really fair. And I didn't really know how to solve it at first. I just knew how to acknowledge it. And then I started realizing that like, I'm not even telling myself what I need and acknowledging my own feelings. Therefore, I'm not communicating what I need to him at all. That's where like my part kind of comes in of the communication and the needs. Like I just had this moment where I realized, oh, wow, like I'm expecting him to just like read my mind. Like I'm really not communicating with him how I feel and what I need at all. But on an even deeper level, I realized, oh, wow, like I'm not even really communicating with myself. Like I'm just letting this anger kind of consume me and this crankiness consume me. That was a really not easy one, but just 
more digestible building of a resentment and being able to kind of unpack it and communicate it. Because the way that resentments are built is that you don't do anything about it, right? Like you just let it build up. You're not communicating. You're just letting things get worse and worse and creating this narrative in your own head and just resenting someone without even really trying to work on it in a real way. And I've gotten so good at romantic relationships and resentments that I think it's also even more frustrating when they creep in. And I've just been finding myself lately really creating these narratives in my head and just being so angry. And I hate it. What I was trying to unpack the other day was this mood of forgiveness. And I know that forgiveness is so beneficial to oneself. You know, like you forgive people for yourself. You don't forgive them necessarily for them. You forgive them so that you can let go and you can have peace and you can move on with your life. I really understand that, but I just feel like I'm in this place right now where I've been, and this has nothing to do with my boyfriend, but with different relationships in my life, I feel like I don't want to build a resentment, right? And I understand how I feel. And I know that I feel hurt and I know that I feel angry and I know that the anger is consuming me and I need to let go of it, but I'm still so hurt and I don't want to move forward, you know, like I don't want to necessarily fix it. And I was reminded this week that forgiveness does not equal reconciliation. And that has been replaying in my head for so, so long, ever since I heard it for like over a week. Quick break to talk to you guys about Thrive Cosmetics because I love their products. I started using their mascara, oh my God, you guys, so long ago. And I even ordered it probably like a couple months ago before I even knew that I was working with them on the podcast because I'm just such a big fan of their products. If you guys don't know about their liquid lash extension mascara, you're living in like the wrong world. I swear to God. It has more than 25,000 five-star reviews for a reason. And it just, I can't even describe how different it is. Like it makes your eyelashes look so good. And one of the main reasons I've loved it for so long is taking it off is unlike any other mascara. I hate wearing mascara because I hate taking it off. Just comes off in such a different way. It's so much easier, you guys. So basically it mimics the look of like lash extensions, right? Obviously without damaging glue or salon prices. And they use a proprietary tubing formula, which means that it like wraps around each lash as you apply it to like dramatically lengthen and define your lashes from root to tip. And it really lasts all day without clumping, smudging, flaking because of that. It's really cool too, because it has nourishing ingredients to support longer, stronger and healthier looking lashes over time, which I don't really know of any mascara that does. And like I was saying, it's easy removal. So it slides right off with warm water and a washcloth, like no soap even required. It's incredible. It's the best selling product from Thrive Cosmetics. And I personally am not surprised at all. A bonus is that they're certified 100% vegan and cruelty free. All their products made with clean skin loving ingredients. I just got their setting spray. I'm really excited to use that. It has no parabens, sulfates or phthalates, all without compromising performance, you guys. What's really cool about the brand is that they have their bigger than beauty mission, which resonates with me so much. It's called Thrive Cause. Cause is in the name for a reason. As a part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer. They've helped so many people. And they're so transparent about it too, which I absolutely love. Like you can see all the amazing work that they do. So you really, really feel a part of it. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash mood. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, 
M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash mood for 15% off your first order. So if you're not familiar with like the term reconciliation, because I don't know why it just always like reminds me of church growing up. The definition is the restoration of friendly relations or the action of making one view or belief compatible with another. So it's obviously like mending, like getting back into relation with the person. It's like two people or groups become friendly again after an argument or a disagreement. Whereas forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Now, that is such an important definition because that's exactly what we're talking about, right? The main difference is that forgiveness requires nothing from the person you're forgiving. Like this is all something you can do on yourself and it's to benefit you in your own life. They don't even have to know that you're forgiving them. Whereas reconciliation requires repentance from the offender and even then he or she does not dictate the terms of reconciliation. So when you forgive someone, there's no guarantee that you are going to restore your relationship with them, right? And so that has just been really sticking with me because I think when I was really focused on resentments a few years ago, I kind of just associated it with reconciliation. But then when I think about my first initial breakup and how I really had to like let go and move on, that's when I started realizing that that's really what forgiveness was for me. And I maybe didn't realize that I was forgiving myself, forgiving him, because you just assume that forgiveness is something you give to someone else, right? Like, oh, I forgive you. It's what we see all the time in TV of like, you have to forgive them, go forgive them. Like you never see it centered around someone else. It's a conversation or someone being like, you have to go forgive them. Like it's an action. You have to like go do it with another person when in reality you can forgive someone literally alone in your bedroom. And I just think that's like so powerful and so hard at the same time because it's so easy to get consumed by negative thoughts and anger and like work yourself up, right? Like when you think about someone who has hurt you, especially like in a breakup or something or a friendship or whatever, and you just like can't get over the fact that they they would do that, right? And you're just like, I, I know, but like, doesn't that make you so mad? And isn't it so wrong? I even had that moment where I was talking to someone and I was just like, at what point do I not really see my part fully in something? And like what this person did is just wrong. Like, can't I just be mad? Because I'm so used to taking accountability and I'm so used to being self-aware. And I was just like, no, like someone fucked me over. Why? Like, I know, like, I, there, I have no part in this. And I think at first realizing that was like, okay, well, that means like, I don't need to reconcile with them, right? Like, I don't need to restore the relationship. Only time will tell, you know, you can't predict anything. But for the moment, let's get reconciliation off the table because that's not what we need to focus on. What we need to focus on is forgiveness because you are consuming. And when I say you, I mean me, you are consuming yourself just thinking about how angry you are and how in the wrong this person was and just being like, and it's making you cranky. It's making you mean. It's making you like have this different energy about yourself in all of your relationships. And so that's when I really just started realizing like, fuck, I really don't want to let go and make peace with this but I know that I have to because it's consuming me and that's not fair. Because a lot of times when you think about people that have wronged you or whatever, they're not even fucking thinking about you. They're living their life, having a great time with no worry in the motherfucking world. 
And you're over here like so worked up and consumed by this other person's actions or whatever. So it's like, what the fuck? That's not fair, you know? But the only person that can give you that peace, fortunately or unfortunately, is yourself. You have to do the work on your own. You can't just wait for an apology or wait for someone to reconcile with you. Like you need to let go and you need to forgive for yourself. And once you realize that, it is the first step in starting to breathe a little bit easier, let go of some of the anger because you know that it's affecting you and you know that you need to start working on it. And I truly think that one of the reasons I've grown so much as a person is because I don't hold on to grudges and I don't really hold on to anger and I don't really hold on to resentment. It doesn't mean that I'm like this perfect angel. I mean, haha, LOL, I'm a fucking psycho. It doesn't mean that, you guys. It means that I just know when to let go, when to stay in my own lane, keep my side of the street clean, not worry about someone else's side of the street. It just makes me a lighter person And it makes me a better person for myself, not like I'm better than anyone else or anything like that. Like, it just makes me have more peace in my life. Feeling all of this anger genuinely reminds me of when I was young, you know, and I had all of these frustrations and anger and mood swings and depression and all of that. And so I think since it's familiar in that way as well, since I have come so far and it does remind me of a past self, that's why it's also easier to acknowledge because I'm like, this isn't me. Like, I don't like this. Like, I don't like feeling this way. If you've never not felt the lighter version, I just really, really recommend you trying to like let go because when you start to let go, A, it allows for other things that are good to come into your life. It allows for you to grow so much as a person. It just shifts your energy and you just become kinder and lighter and people see that and they feel that. And like, I'm telling you, it's going to be just so much nicer to live your life like that. And I know how hard it is because I've been struggling with it, but I think being honest and open about it is so important. And it's not to say that you're never going to be in a worse mood where like you're never going to feel anger and you're just going to like let people walk all over you. Like it's not that. And I think maybe that's why I struggled so much because I'm so used to just like letting things go and like not getting as bothered. And the fact that this has like been consuming me so much, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it's because I'm human. You know what I mean? Like I've been hurt. I was hurt and I'm a human. And now I really need to lean on the teachings that I know. And the lessons that I've learned and the tools that I've accumulated over the years because it's not who I am to hold on to such anger and resentment and it's only affecting me and I know that logically. So I need to figure out how the fuck to let go and forgive and move on even though it's really fucking hard. And sometimes when you've been doing so good for a while, you forget how fucking hard it is, you know? For instance, my breakup is so far away. It feels like ages ago, like could not give a shred of a shit, right? Which is just goes to show you like, you guys, you're going to be fine. Okay. I had never been so miserable in my life. Now I'm sitting here, couldn't give a shred of a shit that like you forget that you're capable of like feeling so fucking annoyed and pissed off, et cetera, et cetera. But you also have the opportunity to learn and to grow, to build your own character, to be the bigger person, live your life on your terms, not let someone else's actions dictate your life. Because like we talked about last week, like how to stop caring so much, right? And it has to do so much with 
letting other people control your life, your emotions, your decisions, your choices, whatever it is. And and caring what other people think can secretly mask itself as anger. And it's because you care, you know? And I'm not saying don't care and I'm not saying don't feel. I'm just saying like be aware, like be self-aware, you know? Work on it for yourself so that you can just feel better and you can live your life better. That's all it is. It's not about being perfect. It's not about not feeling. It's about acknowledging the space that you're in so that you can make the most of it and so that you can grow from it and so that you can use these challenges to build character, not to like destroy your life. And so that's like today's mood for thought because like what's been on my mind has really been resentments and forgiveness and reconciliation because I just haven't had to deal with it in a really long time. I feel like Everything's been pretty breezy considering when I think back to how not breezy it was, you know, and maybe that's me just with my short term memory brain of a worm. But I just really feel like I haven't had like a super traumatic, huge thing in a few years when it comes to something like that. And now I just feel like I'm being so consumed with anger because I'm so unfamiliar with it. I don't like it. And I feel as though it's nice to kind of like get it off your chest, you know, and talk about it in this way instead of like talking shit and being pissed off and gossiping, which like, you bet your fucking ass I've been doing. I've been bitching up a storm. But then you realize, especially when you're self-aware that like other people, like they get sick of it. You know, like my mom's like, Lauren, like you just have to let it go. And I'm like self-aware enough to be like, oh my God, like I've been in my mom's shoes where I've been the person being like, you just gotta like fucking let it go. It was kind of like a wake up call of like, okay, like you really need to shut the fuck up, figure out like how to move forward. And so I think realizing that I don't need to focus on reconciliation. I need to focus on forgiveness. I don't necessarily need to build a resentment. I can recognize my thought process in the situation, my role that I played in it and learn from that so I don't do it again. Because you need to recognize what you've done to get to this point and not saying that like, oh, it's your fault that this horrible thing happened to you. It's just like, what were you doing within that? And that's such a bigger mood for thought to unpack that we can't get into right now. If you want me to, let me know. I learned so much about it. But that's today's mood for thought. And I feel lighter. I feel better, honestly. I feel like I'm on the road to forgiveness. Not that it happens overnight, but this was really, really helpful. So maybe have this type of conversation with someone that you can trust, you know, and unpack this in your own way. Let me know what you thought of this week's episode, this week's mood for thought, this week's best, worst boosters, all of the moods at the mood pod on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate this podcast five stars. It helps the show so much and you supporting and loving our sponsors as much as I do also makes us able to podcast every single week. I adore you all. I hope this boosts your mood a bit and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.